This is a message from the Freedom Society of the Apocalypse. If you ain't noticed yet, or if you've been living under a rock for the last, oh, seven days or so, a pleasant shed is under new management. In fact, Jubilee will soon be under new management. Let me, as that Charles put it, paint a picture for you. All around the city, the end has begun. It's Eclipse Day, and that means nobody out on those streets is gonna stop us from freeing this city once and for all. Them soldiers got no sense left in their heads to follow orders like little tin toys for their king. His citizens are looking up at that sun and getting a real nice glint in their eye that says kill. It says eat. It says run. It says go crazy. And they are doing it. Now I gotta admit, your friend Charles did an alright job of letting you know what was coming and just exactly how you might avoid it. But here's the problem. You may be couple hundred who did get a bunker and can't hear me. In the next 24 hours, you may be safe, but when you come out of that hidey hole of yours, it won't be the same city you left behind. Won't be the same people you knew, and with any luck, it won't be the same half-wit, arrogant scumbag sitting in the throne of this place. No, 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 Jubilee is gonna change forever. And you and your new buddy Decker, that's me by the way, are gonna watch it and listen to it together. Welcome to Eclipse Day. Welcome to a pleasant chat. Welcome to a new age. Now, I don't want to lose you people along the way, because what's coming is going to shape your lives for the foreseeable future. Wherever you are, do yourself a favor and listen. And understand, I'm not your enemy. His Highness the King, that idiot you all bow to, and that mouthpiece he puts on a microphone to feed you lies and suggests that you ought to act like sheep so the shepherd can chain you up, those guys are the real enemies. They're the ones who want to let food trickle out for you one small step at a time, so you're just hungry enough to do anything for more, but just full enough you'll wait till they say it's okay to eat again. It was them who burned all books that weren't written by the man himself the king, because no other book taught you to bend a knee quite like his stuff. And they're the ones who made you live, whether you knew it or not, with a noose around your neck that would tighten the second you did something they didn't like. That being the case, all I gotta say to you is one thing. You're welcome, because the Freedom Society is gonna force open those doors and drag that king out by his bootstraps and make him feel every hurt he made you people feel. We're gonna show him that he can't hold the people down and make them... Hey. Back him off, I'm doing the thing here. Yeah. Hold a moment. Hold them down, huh? Yeah. They are animals, aren't they? Clean up and bar the doors. We're sending this thing out no matter how many of them try to burst through. Sorry about that. But now, you've heard what the real savages sound like. It's not their fault. They didn't choose Eclipse Day. Any more than you all did. Now, I just know that real crazy, real madness like that, it makes for real opportunity. Because if we have fools foaming at the mouth and running wild outside the doors here, imagine how many more are just clawing at the chance to get up at that man in the tower. Yeah, if we don't kill him today, maybe one of you will. Thanks in advance for that. But maybe you already know all this. Maybe you're sitting there in the dark, dresses and mattresses barricaded against the door. 
huddled arm in arm with each other. Maybe you can hear their screams, or maybe they broke into your house and tore it to shreds and found your bunker. Maybe they're scratching it right now. Like they can smell you in there. Like they know that a sitting duck meal is just a few inches of metal away behind a pesky door and a couple of wooden wardrobes. Then maybe you're just fine, but wherever you are, you should know what's happening out there today. And you know what? Who better to update you on the fall of Jubilee than a man whose voice you trust so much, your friend Charles. Let's go to him, huh? Hello? Hello? Is anyone there? Can anyone hear me? Please, you have to let me out of here. Please! Charles, calm down. You're not doing yourself any favors by freaking out like that. Just shut up and tell the people what you see. You... You monster. You're the one who put me here. You're going to ruin everything. You're going to ruin this world and all because it doesn't fit with what you deem natural. You're going to die for this, you know. His Highness the King will never allow you to- Why don't we quit with that talk for a bit, Charles? The King ain't gonna do a single thing to me. And he ain't gonna do a single thing for you. Cause I've been here a week. And I think that king of yours is too busy dealing with my friends around the city. And now that Eclipse Day's here, no chance at all. All his highness is good for is making people shiver in their boots, and I ain't wearing boots. So, Charles, before I have my boys drop you, tell the folks where you are. Talk to them like they was right here, listening. You deserve to burn, you know. My dear listeners, if you can hear me, I am trapped, imprisoned over the city. Our studio, as you know, is rather tall, with an antenna that stretches quite far into the sky. And this freedom society, these animals, they've put me in a cage that hangs high from it, with nothing but my clothes and a microphone. Oh, even now, I can see Eclipse Day happen before my very eyes, and all I can do is watch, as people, good people I may have even shared a meal with, who certainly sat by their fires listening to my pleasant chats, tear each other apart. It is, as Walter Bunk said, the city itself is cast in flames. But why? Why do you do this, Eclipse Day? Why does your red light turn man into monster? Why can I look down there from here and see children running around with blood on their fingers? What is this world we live in? Oh, dear listeners, I know that the Freedom Society is only using me as a joke. They hoped I would do just what I am doing and act with decorum in the face of this terror. They probably hoped that I would break into tears and blubber through an apology that I've somehow failed my good and faithful listeners, somehow failed Jubilee. They want me to be afraid to die. But I am not so weak as that. I am in a cage and it is shielded from the eclipse's red light, but even now I can feel it in the pit of my stomach, a rage and a hunger unlike any I've ever felt. Just know, Jubilance, that whatever happens to me if I am lost to Eclipse Day, I will turn my wrath to the Freedom Society and make them pay for all they've done. That's a real cute sentiment, Charlie. It really is. You're a fighter and a martyr, right? Wrong. You're a mouthpiece. You're a figurehead for the corrupt and the killers who take advantage of this Eclipse 
and the people cowering from it. But I got a little surprise for you. A surprise for all of you folks, actually. I was gonna save this till later in the show, but I'm fine with doing it now. Look at that sun all you want, because it's not the sunlight makes the world go mad. It's the king himself. You are lying. Oh, his mic's still on? Good. I want to hear your reaction to this, Charles. That grand tower in the center of your city that you talk and talk about, that's the real heart of Eclipse Day. I got a man in that tower and all the reports he gives. In there, because I'm sure none of you have ever been in that tower in the first place, in there is a machine that broadcasts a message just like this place here. Except that message don't go to your ears. It goes right to your brain, and it hollows you out and makes you less a man than a wolf. No, that cannot be. If you're outside, if you're not on the ground and protected somehow, you're already done for. But, but how, how could this happen? Because you follow a king who's power mad and wants to cull society so enough people can die and he can start over with a fresh batch. That's how it happened. I don't know all of it, but I know his highness has a foot on the throat of Jubilee. And the Freedom Society of the Apocalypse is going to stick a nice, sharp needle right into that foot. What are you going to do? I am so glad you asked that, Charles. Watch his tower, alright? Any minute now you'll see a flower of flame at its base, and it is coming down. You can't do that. You, you'll kill half the city. You, you'll not kill you. That was going to happen anyway, Charles. The tower's gotta come down one way or another. That's a real culling. And it's the only way to make Jubilee the safe place it was meant to be. But you won't have any city to save if you- It's happening, and soon. In fact, I think we should all get a countdown going right here. Ready? Ten. Please, nine, please, Decker. Eight. Seven. Decker, think this through. Six. It won't have purpose. Five, It'll be senseless bloodshed. Four, three, have you no reason? Two. One! Boom. Decker? I don't see any... What did you call it? Flower of Flame? The Grand Tower still stands. Ah, that can't be right. Hey, send some boys over there to check it out. Make sure the explosives are primed. <laughs> don't you see? There is nothing you could have done to His Highness the King. Even if he has done and is doing the things you've said, he is still all-powerful and all-knowing. Shut up, Charles. Turn my microphone off if you want, but Jubilee will never fall to creatures like yourself. Be afraid, Freedom Society of the Apocalypse, because even now I can see His Highness's men on their way over here in body armor. They don't have a problem with Eclipse Day, but they do have a problem with you. Yes, your majesty. Take back your kingdom. Get Charles in this room, right now. <sighs> While someone fetches Charles, it's important you all know nothing's changed. Jubilee is still coming down, no matter what the king and his men say. Because there's an army out there that's full of hunger, and there's no way anybody's breaking into here. But me and Charles gotta have a little face-to-face. -face. And the man of the hour. You put on quite a show out there, Charles. Real inspirational, how you kept it together even knowing you're gonna die today. But answer me something. No, 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 I won't answer you a thing. Because there's something else on the way. What? The king didn't just send his men. He sent a missile. What did you say? 
I saw it fly into the sky only moments before your men dragged me back from the roof. He means to end your message once and for all. You idiot, that means he's ending you too! How do you feel about that, loyal servant of the throne? I can do nothing but chat pleasantly as the world around me goes as it does. I suggest you do the same, because it's over. You can die here all you want, Charlie, but we're leaving. Tie him up to crumble with his show. My dear listeners, I am your friend Charles, signing off. Ben, roll out! Hey everybody, I'm Michael Hendricks, the writer and producer for the show, as well as every voice you hear on it. I want to take a second to thank you all for listening to my series as I tried to make something that I would want to listen to. And if you liked it too, I have good news. In 2018, I'm going to continue a pleasant chat with your friend Charles, because today, somehow, was not the end of the story. If you did like it, I'd ask that you please subscribe, review on iTunes and the Apple Podcasts app, and if there's someone else you think might like a pleasant chat, spread the word. All of that is a huge help. And as always, have a lovely day.